Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And today I have a very special guest with me because Rick was not able to join us. He is on a honeymoon. Congratulations to Rick. Uh, filling in for him, though, from Anime Anonymous is CJ. Hello, hello. Yes, congrats, uh, Rick. But uh, yes, I am super excited to be joining. Um, I've been an avid listener of Featured Anime Podcasts for a while. Um, and then, as uh, as Jack said, I head over Anime Anonymous uh, it's a group of three now. Started out with me and my friend Ace, and now the wife has joined. So there's three of us. It's me, CJ, Ace, and then Jess. You can follow us on Instagram at Anime Anonymous or Twitter at X Anime Anonymous X. I'm usually pretty active on both. So perfect, perfect. And I, I will have links for that in the show notes for everyone as well as well as a link to their podcast so that way you can give them a listen. Uh, I also did uh, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, uh, appeared on one of their episodes in case uh, anyone had forgotten. It was a very enjoyable time. Uh, it was kind of in line when we released Bubble. They also released Bubble. So it was kind of perfect timing. And I have a new score. If you want to hear what that new score is on their podcast for Bubble, uh, go ahead and check them out. All right. Now, uh, on to the, uh, the illustrious meat. And potatoes. Uh, Only yesterday is a Studio Ghibli film, and it came out in uh, 1991, if I am not mistaken, which I am pretty sure I... You are correct. Good. Thank God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Studio Ford is Studio Ghibli. It's based off of a manga. The genres for it are drama and romance. Uh, and it ran for just shy of two hours. So an hour, like 58, nine-ish minutes. Yeah, so I, I funnily enough know exactly the timing because the uh, my phone kept buffering. So it took me like five minutes to get the last two minutes out. So it was a uh, one hour, 58 and like 48 seconds. <laughs> so, so almost to the, to the T at that point. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Uh, for me, this movie was very, um, very, uh, very hard to get through. It was very long. It was very dry for, uh, for me. Uh, just, just to throw that out there right away. It was, it was certainly not one of the yeah yeah it it felt longer than longer movies i've seen um and it actually took me two seating two sitting seatings sittings whatever it is um um to get through this um and i i felt like i was like okay i have to be pretty far in and i was like half an hour in i was like oh geez okay all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i 
I definitely, I definitely felt you there. It was, it, it was certainly one that, that made this hard to get through because mm-hmm. the pacing was just so off so slow yes yeah that is one of my big things it's the pacing's weird but then it's you can obviously tell that it's a flashback but at first you can't tell which one well at least for me i couldn't tell at first which character she was um until maybe like the like the second because she does two quick flashbacks and then the second flashback i'm like oh okay this is her. I thought this was her, but I wasn't sure. And yeah, how they did it the, really threw me off too. It, yeah. It didn't flow like it, like you would expect it would. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and some of the lines I just felt were a little off. Like when she was putting in her time off with her boss, he was like, well, did you break up with your boyfriend? Like, why are you going to the country? I'm like, that's, that's a weird thing to ask. I, why wouldn't you just say sure you can have the time off <laughs> right well i mean to to be fair uh in in their society in their world it for her to just take two weeks or whatever it is extended vacation off like that and, i want to say it was 10 days so just shy of two weeks at that point yeah 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 no um uh, for, just, for an extended period of time, in my head for an extended period of time they uh I guess for them, it's really unusual because there it's like very honorary, very honor system. So like how here in the U S if we don't get all our stuff done, if we don't get everything completed right away, you know, we will in a sense, you know, work, but we'll get paid overtime. Whereas if over there, it's expected you to stay late and not get paid to finish the work you were supposed to do or the work mm-hmm. that needs to be done. So, I mean, I guess I could kind of see it. Um, however, when he said, "Did you, is it because you broke up with your boyfriend and how her face was drawn, how she looked, it made me feel like she was a lot older than someone in her 20s. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we can dive into this right now. Yes. The way they drew the laugh lines and cheekbones make her look like she's old. like in her mid mid 30s at least minimum like like, i want i I was like wait is she like is she like a granny that has like brown hair and then he said she was 27 i was like wait what yeah yeah no i thought she was at least in her mid to late 40s given and and the and then when you were looking at the first initial time frame from the kid to then right it just made it seem like it should have been a lot longer than what it was but instead yeah. she was only, yeah, I, it was only, it only had been 17 years and I just could not help but think, man, they really, they really slept on the animation for this one. And it, it only was her for the most part. There was another female character. Um, I think, I think it was Nako, which we meet later on that kind of had the same thing where they drew her face and she looked really old. But other characters, when they were smiling, didn't have those facial features. Like, it was a lot with Taiko. Um, And I was like, yeah, she just looks really old. (laughs) Yeah, this, for this one, which which is really funny considering the track record Ghibli has always had. They've, They've never had a situation where it was like that. Now, it did not, to me, feel like a true Ghibli film, right? 
Mm-hmm. It, it really, it genuinely did not feel like a Ghibli film at all because typically Ghibli films are very, uh, very fantastic. Very fanta- fantastical. Yeah. They're to, to say the, the least. Yeah. But also there's more of a, a child vibe or very, very, I want to say the artwork is very standard for it. Like even if you look at the first one that they actually ever did, right. So you look at the first mm-hmm. one that they did be, before Ghibli was Ghibli. Uh, you have uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the facial animations and everything like that, even in between the two, even when people were angry, upset, happy, sad, or pick your variety of emotions, it was still really solid even then. And that was yep. done, I want to say, a few years prior to this. Yeah. Yeah, because whenever I think of Ghibli, like you said, like it's it's very childlike, usually because one of the main characters is a child, but it almost has that childlike wonder with the animations. Because um, even and and then usually there's like a supernatural in some way um, with maybe like an animal or creatures of something. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, the, the Ghibli that we reviewed, um, spirited away like even the crazy proportions for for um the two twin witch sisters even though the pr- proportions were crazy the detail was really really good so yeah the the lack of that in this kind of threw me for a loop yeah it did i don't know it felt like they also kind of uh did it with watercolors half the time you know mm-hmm so it w- wasn't that they necessarily went off the deep end and did did all their details. It's like for the flashbacks at the le- at least for those flashbacks, one they they usually kind of like either faded it or cropped it around the side, so it wasn't full detail. And then they also did a lot of well, this is how the the artwork needs to look for it. So mm-hmm. to kind of give it, I guess they were going for that like dream memory sequence type type feel is what they were going for yeah when i was watching it and i can't think of the song name but it reminded me of like an old um music video for uh like take me away mm-hmm. like that or um, that that song it's very watercolory like yeah so I, I thought of that that music video a lot when i was watching this funnily enough nice yeah. Or Take On Me, something like that. I yeah. think that's the song. Uh, take yeah. on me. Take hey, whoa, whoa, they're going to pay for that. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Just you know, flexing you, the voice. You can't, you can't keep this this angelic vocals tramped down, all right? You can't. Yeah, goodness gracious. I'm um, sweating over here. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, while I let your heart uh, flustering uh, get settled down there, sir. Um <laughs> Felt like to me, like she was having. Granted, she referenced it. She's like, "I'm bringing in so and so with me." It almost felt like she was having kind of like an identity crisis with herself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at times, or that she has like kind of. I want to say almost like she has split personality. I, I, so I know what they were trying to go for, right? They were trying to show the nostalgia of of how she felt when she was younger and this trip is making her think of 
her trips she wanted to go on when she was um, younger, but partnered up with the animation style of sometimes when she smiles and stuff, it it almost reminded me of like a midlife crisis. (laughs) Right? Well, and that's what it felt like. She was having a midlife crisis at 27. And yeah, why would you have a midlife crisis at 27? I don't know. Um, yeah. So here's the interesting thing. Uh, they, so the dad brought, bought a pineapple. He doesn't ask any questions. He's like, ah, she wanted, uh, she wanted a pineapple. I went ahead. I went and bought her the pineapple. And, and so they figured out how to cut it and gave it to her. One, how they drew the pineapple just seemed like it was not quite ripe yet. No, like it was, yeah, it was super green. Yeah, it was yeah. super green. Should not have been cut into yet. Uh, the other thing is, um, as you know, Rick, Rick and I are not big fans of ASMR, and the ASMR from them biting it, eating it, <laughs> slurping it just did not jive well with me. Yeah, at all. Yeah, it was it was a little yeah, a little much, a little much. Yeah, no, I I, I can agree with you on that one. Um, also, I mean, to, to, to their, so a lot of people probably don't know this, but pineapples used to be thought of a very, as a very exotic and rare f- fruit, not so much now anymore. You can buy it in a can and everything like that. Um, and the comment for it being expensive is I felt was still very warranted and, and hit, hit it right on the money for the time frame that she was in supposedly like 17 prior mm-hmm. years prior, uh, because pineapples, like in Europe, if you got a pineapple, like there's actual pineapples like ornated and, and carved into the carvings and stones and things like that because of how rare and exotic and how expensive they were. Like you used to be able to rent a pineapple and you would set it on your table as a decoration for people to come look at. Like, oh, you're having a party. I need to rent a pineapple and People will come. Oh, you must be doing really well for yourself. You can afford a pineapple. And uh, I tell you, man, first world problems are so crazy in any time, <laughs> right? He, what's even better is, uh, like lords, like like high status nobles would pay their servants to sleep with the pineapple to keep it protected. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yes. I'm done. That is, mm, you yeah. know what? High, high class. And, and that's why I'm not high class, unfortunately. Like, dude, I need you to protect this pineapple. You have to sleep with it in bed with you. Got to keep your arm around it. You got to snuggle close up to that bad boy. You got to be, you got to be whispering sweet nothings to that, to that pineapple all night long. But, but not close enough to get poked by it. Cause I don't want you to mess up this pineapple. Right. Yeah, I don't want you to damage the pineapple, but you need to sleep with the pineapple. So, so, and that's that's honestly when they when they brought it up and they they brought it in there, that's where my mind went. It was like, oh yeah, no, totally. At least they're getting the fact that it is a very expensive and exotic fruit. You know, they're not letting that just go to waste. And then my I started remembering all that. I was like, oh yeah, that no, that was that was totally a thing. You can go back eat go go back to Europe and you can see pineapples ornated inside a uh, architecture. Everywhere. Yep. Yep. I've seen that before. When we we traveled to Europe a couple times for like different, just different things. And yeah, I remember seeing those different like bronzed, sometimes metal work with or metallurgy with um with pineapples. And I always thought it was cool, but I was like, 
why a pineapple? But now it makes sense. Yep, that's that's why, because they were so expensive, and, and you were the highest of high classes if you could afford a pineapple. Yep. So there you go. Now now you have the answer to the to your burning question, sir. Yeah. Now now my house, I'm just gonna have like a hundred pineapples all over. <laughs> the wife is gonna be like, "Why? Because we can. That's why." <laughs> and then hand her a pineapple. You need to guard this with your life when you sleep at night. Just so you know. Just <laughs> yeah. She's like, "What about our son? What about him? This pineapple." <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what else. Also, so this is something that that you know. Um, I am huge on music. Yes. Um, I thought the music really didn't match any of the scenes um, no. that it was in. Uh, and that really, really kind of irked me uh, because music can be so good for a scene. And sometimes it was super loud where I would have loved for it to be quiet. Like when she was in the country, they were looking at, um, I want to say this forest, if I'm remembering correctly. And there was just this loud music. And I was like, why don't we just do what she's doing? Like she's out here to enjoy the country. Like instead of having this music in the background, have sounds of nature. And I would have, I thought it would have taken that way to another level. So yeah, I was not a huge fan of of the music or the way they really used it in this. Yeah, no, the music felt forced most of the time. It yeah. was it was not something that you you kind of easily were drawn to. It was just it felt really out of place. And and yeah. and to go back to to my comment on feeling like maybe she has a, a mental disorder or a personality disor- disorder is because towards as you progress on through it through towards the end uh the the and even a little bit throughout the the movie the characters are still real world interacting with where she is to a degree mhm mhm yes yeah especially the ending sequence yes like everything just kind of really flowed in with each other and and, and touched each other in that regard yeah now so, and I know we're kind of fast forwarding a little bit, so apologies, but on that, in that sequence, when, when all of those characters are popping up and interacting, um, did you, how did you read that? Did you read that they were pushing her to Tokyo or pushing her to the farm? Pushing her to the farm is how I interpreted it. Okay. See, that's what I assumed as well. But I was like, you know what? I wonder what what Jack thought because yeah, it seemed like they were a lot happier when it when like the the farm ideas were happening. But the only reason I I was like, hmm, well maybe maybe it's just me putting my own thought on it is because when she goes to the phone booth to call the farm um, family, they kept kind of walking. So I was like, huh, maybe I'm just putting my own twist on it. But okay, that makes sense. No, I so how I interpreted that is, is they kept walking, but more so they were trying to, they ran to the bus stop. And so that's why I had said, you know, I feel like she's like, it started making more sense that she has like uh you know, she's not all there mentally, you know, because mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. illusions were running out there trying to get the bus driver to stop on his, on his route out. Yeah. 
Also, I mean, to be fair to your point of maybe she's not all there, the mom did say um, when when the uh, the second daughter, y- Yaiko, um, when she co- runs down to her about the math test and she was like, this is not normal. Like this, an idiot could do this. And the mom like yells and she's like, she's well, she's not normal. Yeah. So, yeah, that could be a highlight of maybe, yeah, there was some other things going on there. Yep. Yep. No, definitely. Um, but I do. So to kind of help get us back on track in, in terms of the movie and the flashing forward and back, I, I do mm-hmm. like that when she started thinking about the past or anything like that, that she was able to tie it into a memory or, or a past experience. And then she was able to actually be able to explain it. So like, she just doesn't spout out this one line Everyone looks at her like she's off her rocker. And then she goes, oh, don't worry about it. And just goes on her merry way. No, she actually takes the time. It's like when I was a child, when I was in 10 years old and blah, 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 blah. goes into the story about the whole whole deal. You know, it, it made it better. It made it palatable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can I can agree with that. Um, and because she, she even questions it herself. She's like, why am I flashing back? But why is it specifically when I'm in fifth grade like she's like why and she's like, well maybe that was my time when i was a quote-unquote caterpillar and like you have to go through that time to be um i think i think that's her analogy a caterpillar to a butterfly yeah so yeah she's she's taking it and learning but even she's like why um and and even um <clears throat> even later when she's talking to the the farmers um when she's headed out she's like i promise next time i'll leave my 10 year old self behind it's almost like for lack of a better term that was her quote-unquote coming of age like she didn't need to reflect anymore on those times yeah so yeah uh, which is which is a pretty good possibility um i do like though the uh like when she is explaining and she's basically given her entire monologue and everything like that about her life, she remembers and conveys the emotions, the lessons that she's taught and how she actually feels about particular situations. But then she also learns too at the same time, you know, everything that she can about something that she's truly interested in. So when she's arriving at the farm out in the countryside, She's, uh, you know, she, she learned about the plants. She learned about the history of the plants. She learned how people used to, uh, harvest them and everything for that. When the right time is to harvest those plants as well, because Mm -hmm. they're, they're getting, uh, these, I forget what the plants are called, but they're, they're flower petals. And basically what ends up happening is they become a very deep, dark red color when prepared and they're used for dying. Yeah. And she had researched even when was the best time to harvest them, like in the morning, because the thorns were softer. And she um, she even tries to experience it how it was before, because she they they gave her gloves, but she took off one to try and and pick the flower and she got poked and she was like, well, that makes sense why these 
farmer women or these village women would feel some adversity with the high class women because they said the blood now this this is conjecture and even she said that that the reason it was maybe so deep was because it was also from the blood of their hands being poked by the thorns so yeah that was an interesting se- sequence yeah yeah and and so you know that she's not just out there just for kicks and giggles she takes a true appreciation takes time to really understand and and go into the details for it and i'm glad that 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 was not lost in the translation i'm glad that they they had kept that there so it doesn't look like she's going out there just for kicks and giggles but she's going out there to learn to be one with nature to learn learn everything that needs to be done properly for it you know Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, what do you think of Toshio as a character, the um, the farming guy? Uh, I I thought he was interesting to say the least. I mean, like he was he was he was uh he was definitely interesting. I mean, like I don't think he even understood or knew what he really wanted or or what he was all about, but. I mean, at least he he was committed to his craft, you know. He he was committed to yeah. organic farming and he was committed to 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 the craft for that specifically, which is a good thing. I mean, like if you're going to do it, if you're going to give up your job and he had, he said he was a uh, he had a desk job, he lived in Tokyo, did that whole thing and then he decided to do organic farming. Now, what he does, where he farms, I think is just rice paddies. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. So part of what he has to do is, and and Toko goes out there with him too as well. Uh, Taeko, sorry, Taeko goes out there with him as well. Uh, she's picking the uh, weeds out of the farm, out of the the rice paddies for it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was he was a he was almost comic relief sometimes. Sometimes, um, but also. He he dropped little gems of knowledge at different times too, um, and but yeah, the way he was just so gun ho about farming was really funny to me. Uh, but yeah, um, and then he also had had a a scene with those those um, those visions or those those individuals that she was kind of projecting. One of them could like trips him, yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he gets out of his car, he's running to Taeko, and he trips and falls. It's like, wow, yeah. man. So, which which again, you know, brings me back to, like, maybe she wasn't all there. She has, She's seeing these people in her everyday life all the time, and so how her mind perceived it was, it wasn't just him stumbling, it's because one of these kids ran out in front of him and tripped him, and he just kept yeah. running. He, he wasn't worried about that. Yeah, exactly but uh but props props to my guy toshio um if you for those who who haven't listened to aa uh i'm a gearhead as well and my guy was driving a manual and we are a dying breed yes because i i can't i i can't stand driving automatics so when i saw that manual i was like all right i'm here for it (laughs) well he also expressed a, a true love for the vehicle he was driving too it wasn't yep, just it wasn't it wasn't he was driving it because he had to drive it. He was driving it because that was his that was his baby. That's his that's his love. Yep. He's, he's he even says it too. 
when they first get in the car, he talks about how he loves that car. That car is his yeah. baby. And I, I understand that completely. Yeah. And then of course he's trying to show off a little bit for the girl. And what does he do? He stalls. <laughs> that cracked me up. He's like, Oh, he had to turn it back on, put it in gear and then go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like with like with anything else, when you're trying to do something special, you know, it always fails. Like, yeah, without fail, it fails. <laughs> yep. All right. I know. I know that this one's not going to be a particularly long episode. Uh, I think that's more so because th- this one wasn't a particularly good movie, despite despite <laughs> it being t- almost two hours long. It was not a great movie. It was slow. Like it had its moments. It had its life lessons uh they they talk mm-hmm. about and and this goes back to uh back back to uh uh how how Miyazaki usually is right for for anything studio ghibli um it has a very environmentalist or or honestly anything studio ghibli has a very environmentalist very earth organic type feel to it because that's always been his and I want to say Studio Ghibli's focus in general is that that is something that they've always been been a very very focal on very the main driving force of it for yeah yeah I yeah it's yeah I agree and and I also agree with the first statement you said like yeah it was just it felt long which is which is crazy because. Um, one that we have both reviewed, um, Bell. Bell, I want to say, was over two hours. Yes, but it felt short to me because the pacing and stuff was really well done. It wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. And I was, I was um, engaged the whole time. This, the pacing, as we already said, like it was a, it was a little off. But there was a lot of downtime and. Even even the talking was very um very slow. Yeah, uh, just just for kicks, I put this on one point two five, and even then, it seemed like it was slower than a normal movie. But I was like, I'm not going to speed it up any more than that because I don't want to accidentally miss something. Right. But yeah, I put it on one point two, and I was like, yeah, even this feels slow. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was just it was just an odd kind of pacing they did. Yeah, the, the you know honestly, with it being not a fantasy, with it being so so different, honestly, I it does not if like I we know it's a Studio Ghibli, like there there is no getting around that. But I don't think it did not have the normal feel and pizzazz that Miyazaki. So I just um, because I was curious. So the director for this is Asayo Takahata, and apparently. This was like his second movie for Studio Ghibli. Okay. Okay. Um, but but then he 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 didn't really do like many others. Um, I think his first was Grave of the Fireflies, mm-hmm. which that already sounds more like a Ghibli esque yeah. name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so maybe that's why we're not really seeing the Miyazaki touch because he didn't touch this it. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this was Takahata, so that makes a lot more sense. It does. It, it may it makes me feel a little bit better because my my opinions of Miyazaki is pretty pretty high up, you know. And for for this movie, it just 
if it was truly a Miyazaki film, it would have it would have uh it would have crushed. You know, I mean like it would have been bad. Yeah. 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 So that makes me curious as to what his grave of fireflies are. But yeah, but yeah, no. So that makes a lot more sense. This is not a Miyazaki creation. So thank God for small favors. <laughs> you know what? I'm always here to help you out, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So um honestly though, I I I really honestly I don't have too much more I can I can say on this because of how long, how dry it was. The artwork again, the artwork flipping in between the two just always kind of threw me off. It always felt like they did one art style for one way and then they went with another one another way. And then mm-hmm. another reason why that I felt like uh Takio was a lot older than what she was saying is because even the mom didn't look like that. Even her mom, when she was like 10 years old, didn't look like that. Yeah, exactly. Like even, I mean, well, to be fair, we didn't really see the mom smile that much. True. So true. We saw maybe her, if she smiled. Yeah. You know what? I mean, Hey, smiling causes wrinkles. Maybe, maybe her mom had it, had it right. That's why, that's why Takio yeah. just looks so old is because she's always smiling like an, like a fool. I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of right there with you. Um, I guess the only thing I could say kind of wrapping up on it would be the... I didn't feel any connections with any of the characters either. Yeah. Um, uh, Taiko, uh, Ta- Taiko um, as an older person, she was more relatable. Um, as a child, she was very bratty and yes. wishy-washy. Um, but that's to be expected like, with a no. That with, makes sense. With a yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not faulting her for that. Um, but uh, but on her end, her her older sister, who I don't think we were ever told her age, but the um the middle sister Yaiko, she was kind of <laughs> she was annoying, but I thought it was kind of funny because she was having that like sibling rivalry with with her yeah like whenever she got like the purse she just like dropped it on her head yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah so but i don't know yeah none of the characters i really i really connected with um and i think that's another another touch missing there but yeah yeah no i don't really have anything else i think we kind of talked about a lot of the key points and unfortunately there weren't a boatload of them in this almost two hour movie yeah exactly i mean granted uh so i know that usually on yours you you'll talk about or highlight a uh, one of your favorite characters uh and for you mm-hmm. i believe it was uh, uh toshi toshio yeah yeah toshio if i had to pick one i i i would go with toshio because he was funny in his love for for um farming but the way he was genuine with his advice giving and helped her work through some stuff that she was blaming herself for and he was like no that's like one of his quotes was uh this is this is the problem like girls never know how boys feel like so he explained it to her i thought that was a a good little moment too so yeah if i had to pick one i'd have to pick him yeah i honestly i agree with you right uh, he would be my my favorite go to character on this on this uh, movie. I want to know though, who's your least 
liked character. Who do you who do you like the least in this movie? Mm, uh, I'd have to say a group because they're not. I don't think they're named, and if they are, I don't remember their names. Uh, the three, the three girls like that were her her friends, right? Um, when she was younger, they were. I don't know. They're. <laughs> To be fair, I guess it's not the actual character's fault, but the voice actors, like, I, every time they laughed, I hated it. <laughs> and it, and, uh, the way they were kind of meddling when they shouldn't have, like, when they, with the, the one kid that liked her, I can't think of his name, but they went and spoke to him and they, like, they're like, yeah, Taiko says this. And she was like, I didn't want you to say that. And then they just like ran away. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have to say that group I wasn't a big fan of. I, I would have to say uh, the entire grouping of the nosy little 10 year olds. Um, yeah. For sure. Uh, the other thing is, the other thing that, that kind of just really made me feel off is when the three, and I know the kids you're talking about, it's uh, Shuji. The three girls that come in there, they walk in there and how they're walking, they're just like deadpan looking at her, walking in sequence, looking at her and then turn yeah. in sequence yeah. just made it feel very awkward, like some Terminator style stuff was about to happen and she was about to get murdered. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, where's Tycho? It's like, like uh, what, what's what's about to happen and the marching and everything just it, everything about them, everything about the whole scenes, the breakdown and everything like that just really made it feel awkward. Yeah. Really, really awkward. Yep. Yep. That, yeah, that portion was, yeah, it was off. It was, it was definitely weird. But I I mean, like at least it stayed consistent throughout the whole movie, right? It was awkward and and weird throughout the whole movie. Um, (laughs) They made uh, references to current pop culture, or not current for us, but current pop culture for when this was created, which is like the Beatles, art, you know, actors and things like that. Um, bananas were a very yeah. commonplace thing. They were they were very plentiful, so that was something that that they stayed true with as well. You know, so I mean. Uh, yeah, and then they had uh, pumas later on. Yep, that like everybody was wearing pumas now. Yeah, so, yeah. So it was. Uh, I mean, like at least they stayed true to that. But the the busybodiness of it, the 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 how everyone was just really in the drawing facial animations in between the two just really kind of threw me off. So since yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know. All right, okay, we keep drawing <laughs> it on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I it's, all right. Uh, so since Rick's not here to keep with tradition, sir, uh, would you like for me to give my rating first or would you like to go first? No, no, it's okay. I actually was thinking this. I was like, this is so weird. I'm always the one wrapping up on my, on our podcast, but as it is yours, Mm -hmm. um, I will go first. Um, so for all the things that we've already mentioned, you know, the, the art style, um, the clashes of different art, uh, for me, again, the music was just not there. It was where it shouldn't be. And some points where I thought it should be, it wasn't there. Um, I, I was teetering on like, like a three or a four, but I, I honestly don't want to watch this again. 
<laughs> I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Um, but I could see why somebody liked would like this. If you, because like, I'm not a huge um, lover of bio, biographical movies in general. Um, but I know some people who absolutely love them. So uh, I wouldn't go out of my way to recommend this to somebody. But if I knew somebody who was looking for something like a bio, biographical uh, movie, then I might say like, oh, well, there's this one. Um, so I say all that to say, uh, I'm going to give this a three. Okay. Um, personally, personally, I wouldn't go out of my way to do anything with it, but it's not horrible. Oh, uh, well, okay. Um, for, for me, my rating, uh, for the, for the reasons and everything like that, I was, I was, I was teetering between a two and a three for me personally. Uh, this was just so mm-hmm. horrible. It was, it, I, I had one heck of a time trying to get through it. I would not recommend this to anyone. In fact, I would, I would even say, I would even deter people from, from watching it. <laughs> I would, I would deter them from watching this. So, I mean, I, you know, and then I, I feel bad enough that you had to watch it with me, CJ. So, um, which just makes me feel even worse. Cause I hadn't even started watching it when I said, when when I when I first brought it up and talked to him about it, I hadn't started watching it, and then I watched it, and I was like, I gotta have someone, but I I need I I can't just I can't let CJ just burn like this. It's gonna be horrible. Um, yeah, no worries. But hey, you know what? On the positive side, you 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 got to hang out with us. Yeah, you, know, you got to hang out with me. At the yeah, so, for sure. So you know, I mean, it, it, at least in that, even though it's not related to the anime. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a little, a little boost, a little push to the three mark as well. Uh, because you know, I had someone join in my pain and I didn't have to suffer alone in this. Uh, so for that reason, I'm giving it a three, uh, but artwork when it didn't, uh, joking aside though, artwork when it didn't really deal with, um, uh, when it didn't deal with the past portion of it and it dealt more with the nature, it did really feel true to how a ghibli film should be it felt better than what it had felt in the past or had felt with the past Mm -hmm. uh, versions of it so yeah it was uh i don't know that's yeah yeah no i agree that's the saving grace for it Uh, although yeah i do have a question though really quick i want to know how the hell this university so you remember the scene where she she says she like adds like two extra words to the scene goodbye bye black crows goodbye and then she yeah, waves yes, and yes. says something else all right like i want to know like from that one little scene and she does her little wave goodbye in the scene to because she couldn't add any extra words to it i want to know what the university saw in that two second scene where they had to have her like, see what what they saw was acting from an actor I see. Because uh, she was not afraid of the what was it called the pregnant pause, um, but yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Like I don't get what was so crazy that she did in that. Let's I'm gonna I'm gonna exaggerate and say that thirty seconds that nobody else did that they had to go to her family and beg the mom to please let her act. Like she's, they were basically like, she is God's gift to acting. Yeah. We need her. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, wait, 
Hold on one minute here. Why? Yeah. Like, who who did what, where, when, why? How? Like, what what happened? Like, what did I miss at that point? Like, like was there, like, another scene that we just didn't get shown that she was a part of? The scene was in her eyes. It was the eyes. Uh, her, that's That's what it was. I get you. Okay, so she had a fiery passion burning in her to be the best oh my actress gosh. ever. Yep, exactly. Okay. It's like... Sweet JP had nothing on her. You know what? Sweet JP, what he does is he he uh, boosts through time with with Nas. All right. She had the fiery passion to to exceed that transcendence of reality and have people want her to be in in their uh, make-believe play. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's all I can say to that. Yep. All right. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only one that thought that was really weird. That, that yeah, threw no, me that off. was weird. <laughs> All right. All yeah. right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us today, CJ. Thanks for, or me anyways. And, uh, uh really appreciate you being able to fill in for Rick and, uh, maybe I'll throw this up on a, on a patron exclusive and try and get him to watch it. Although that would by proxy <laughs> force me to watch it. We'll see how I feel later on down the line. Um, and, uh, but uh, honestly, really, truly appreciate it. Uh, next week we are going to be watching see Rick should be back. Uh, so we're going to be watching another movie and it's going to be a movie called, uh, in the corner of the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody puts a baby in a corner. It, well, you know what? I have no idea what it's about. So that, they could have, <laughs> they could have. In 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 true Jack fashion, it's a hundred percent random. I have no idea what the hell it is, uh, so we'll figure it out as time goes on. Um, and so uh, much appreciated for thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, tell everyone again where they can come listen to you and where they can follow you. Yeah, anytime. Um, yeah, you can follow us on Anime Anonymous on Instagram and X Anime Anonymous X on Twitter. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. Same. Uh, well, any podcasting um, uh, app that you prefer. I uh, try to get us on as many as I can. And if you want to shoot us an email for some reason, it's a uh, X Anime Anonymous X at gmail dot com. Um, I tell people all the time, you have any recommendations, you hate our thoughts, 100% shoot us an email. We are down to talk. So, Right on. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, if anyone else wants to uh, follow us uh, or uh, reach out to us, uh, all our contact and information and, and things like that are going to be listed in the show notes. You can also go to featuredanimepodcast.com and get all our information on there. If you want to listen to the pre and post show, that's usually done with every episode, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm CJ. I'm glad to feed your addiction on featured anime podcasts. <laughs> And we'll see you later. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.